Hi, hello, and welcome to, um, shit, I was gonna say Life of Books. Ah, uh, let's do this again. Welcome to Heart of Glass, the podcast. I'm your host, Hella, and in this podcast, I will be discussing emotions, life, death, conflict, and everything that makes us human. So please stick around as shit's about to go down. So just a disclaimer, I'm not a certified counselor or therapist, at least not yet, This is just me sharing my own reflections and observations through the experiences that I have gone through. So I hope that actually gives you some sort of help or support or, I don't know, this feeling of, oh, I'm not really alone in this. And one of the main reasons why I wanted to do this is because for the longest time, it took me a lot of time to realize that a lot of things I'm feeling were not okay Not in a sense that I'm not allowed to feel them, but in a way that is not normal to not really deal with, if you know what I mean. Like, I've ignored them for the longest, and no more of that. So I'm putting this out there as an act of kindness from me to me, or from me to anyone else who's probably struggling like I once was. I also want to address the name of the song. You know... I mean, the name of the podcast, obviously, it is the name of a song by Blondie. Um, I wouldn't say, like, it's so hard for me when someone asks me, what is your favorite song? It's so hard for me to just pick one because I listen to literally everything, everything. Like, I would go from Frank Sinatra to, I don't know, some alternative indie music to probably Drake. I don't know. This is kind of embarrassing, but you know when you sometimes listen to something and it reminds you of another thing or you smell something or you eat something and then it brings back like a memory or it just kind of makes you feel better about a specific situation that you're going through. So I was once going through a breakup. I I don't know why I phrased it that way. Like we go through that all the fucking time. We don't. Um, But it was a tough time for me. And I remember listening to this song and it did speak to me in so many ways. Then I realized Miley Cyrus did her own version of it, but it doesn't matter. She's not my favorite artist. Um, But the name Heart of Glass sounded so right for what I was thinking about and the podcast that I was working on before it even had a name. Obviously, I was going through a lot of um, heart-related stuff, like not, that that sounds so medical, but like emotionally. <laughs> and so yeah, that's where the inspiration came from. So I hope you didn't get into this thinking it's about music, because it's obviously not. We do love music, but not to an extent where we make a podcast about it. That's that. So as you can probably tell, I struggled recording this intro to 
say the name of this podcast because I keep remembering my old podcast. And shout out to the very few people who three years later still ask about the old podcast. You guys are very loyal and are the best. Um, I just had to address the elephant in the room. I used to have a podcast called Life with Books. It was about, obviously, life and books. And towards the end, it wasn't, I wasn't being true to the content of the podcast anymore. I was kind of making something like you would probably hear in this podcast right now. So I am very grateful for that experience. I'm very grateful that I got to kind of know what I really want to do in this phase of my life through the old podcast. This is to say that those two podcasts are different. They're not an extension of each other. And that I'm here now, even though the old podcast has been taken down a while ago, but here we are. So now that we've addressed that, let's talk about what this podcast is going to be about. So like you heard in the beginning, it's going to be a series of seven, about seven episodes about the process of grieving, which consists of five different stages, that is denial, anger, uh, bargaining, and depression, and then acceptance. But then I'm going to be adding another stage that is meaning, which was created by David Kessler, who wrote a book about, you know, adding the stage of meaning to the whole grieving process. And I think he is also a grieving or death counselor, if that's how they call it. And this is going to be kind of like a season of the podcast and there are going to be other episodes that are not necessarily going to be in like a a series or a whole season it's probably going to be much more laid back and much more I wouldn't say random but not in a specific order at least after this one ends and it's gonna still be around the same topics but I kind of needed to talk about grief right now and It helped me a lot just giving it a structure, even though grief does not have to have, it is not a linear process and it doesn't have a structure to begin with, which is kind of ironic, but it is something that a lot of us kind of go through, but really don't know what is going on or what is happening inside their brains. And I've been through it. A lot of friends have been through it and it is worth talking about. I'm... I apologize in advance about the the little bell noises that you can hear in the background. This is my cat's collar because he's tra- scratching himself. Um, you know what? Might as well introduce you to my cat since he's the only co-host of this podcast. There might be a meow here and there, but if it happens, it's gonna be a major. It's gonna be a major episode that I will be replaying over and over again. But um. Yeah, here's my cat, Waffle. He is a pretty shy and cute, fluffy boy. He is silent most of the time, so I probably won't hear him say anything or do anything. Um, And yeah, now that we've introduced the cat, we can move on. I'm a very obsessed cat mom, by the way, so I'm going to try to tune it down a little bit. So as I was researching about the stages of grief, one of the names that kept popping up on my research was um, Elizabeth Kubler-Ross. She is kind of the inventor of those stages and how to adapt to them. And so 
we as humans experience things differently in life. Like you could be going through, you and your friend could be going through the same thing, but kind of deal with it differently. And so this is why the process of grieving is going to be unique to everyone. So sometimes you would be experiencing all the above for someone else. They would just experience one or two of the stages and that's completely normal. So one thing about the grieving process is that you would think you you had gone over one of the stages to find yourself in the next one, and then the next thing you know, you're back to square one, back to that old stage that you thought you got over, and this is also completely normal. It means that you're actually working on it. It means that you're observing and you're actively thinking about it. So why grieving and why focus on the stages of grieving? For me, I was kind of intrigued to know what those stages are because it's something that I have been through and something that I see my friends go through all the time. I mean, loss occurs to everyone and we lose people all the time. We lose friends, we lose lovers. Hell, sometimes we lose like an old version of ourselves and it's completely normal to grieve that loss. And so sometimes that loss can be caused by a sudden illness or death or even sudden death. So Waffle's giving emotional support in the background. But anyways, it is so difficult to go through these uh, losses. And the, even the people who invented those stages admit that it's, it's a difficult thing to go through, even with the knowledge that they have. So the fact that they formed an understanding of the process and like gave a name to every stage, this does help to a certain extent, but it's just not going to be the answer to all of your questions or like a solution to all of the pain that you're going through. Um, it can only help you to figure out how that is relevant to your experience because like we said before it's a completely unique experience for everyone so you could be experiencing more of one thing and less of another thing like for me it could be anger and I would be like losing it and it's gonna be overwhelming and anger is such an ugly emotion to deal with um and we will get to that later but what I'm trying to say is that it's a completely different thing for everyone you know and so it's on you to go through these stages, like really observe yourself and your thoughts during each stage and just try to understand yourself through the grief. And only then you'll hopefully possibly be able to reach um, not only acceptance, but also find meaning. So sometimes we often hear this story, at least once in our lives, about an old couple we know who... When one of them passes away, shortly after, the other one dies as well, given that they were completely healthy. And we often hear people say, oh, they died out of sadness. This can be relatively true, as a prolonged emotional response to something like death might actually leave a person of an older age more prone to infection. And so, can you please stop? <laughs> My cat wants to play. And it's just really not the time. So a lot of research has been done on how grief affects our bodies. And it's been found that chronic stress that some people may experience can cause or like aggravate physical pain. It can also increase blood pressure and blood clots. And I've experienced this at first hand, unfortunately. So the act of mourning itself makes you lose appetite since people start to find less pleasure in food. 
An article on The Atlantic says that, um, well, another chunk of medical research on grief has focused on its effect on the heart. And in one of the studies that was published in the journal Circulation found that a person's risk of having a heart attack increased 21 times over in the day immediately following the death of a loved one and six times over in the following week. Another research has found that the risk of heart attack or stroke after losing a partner stayed elevated for as long as a month. Now, don't get me wrong, this is not to say don't grieve or don't validate the process of grieving because shit happens to us all the time and we can't protect ourselves from life. This is life and it's normal for these things to happen all the time, yet what's not being talked about enough is the waves of emotions that you go through after a major change in your life happens. And dealing with those emotions is key. Like, you can't be suppressing your emotions and think that things are going to turn out just fine. And you don't even want people around you who keep dismissing your own experience and your own feelings because that's only going to bring you down. And so the only way out is through by actively working on your healing, feeling every single stage and observing yourself through those uh, stages is the only thing that's going to get you through it. I mean... This is considered self-care, right? So what better form of self-care I dare you to top that, okay? Now, I don't want to be cheesy and say, oh, you come out stronger on the other side or whatever that means. I mean, hell yeah. If awareness, like self-awareness is strength, then let's be cheesy. I mean, you will definitely come out more aware of your own emotions and your own triggers. And that might make it easy for you to deal with the next loss that hopefully you don't have to deal with that but it will prepare you for what's coming next and that's always a good thing to gain so there's a lot of power a lot of strength that comes from emotional awareness i'm not saying it's going to be the answer to all of your questions you will have a long way to figure out all there is to know about yourself but At least there's some comfort in knowing how your brain works, if you know what I mean. Take triggers, for example. Like, say you know that a certain behavior triggers you, or a certain topic, or a certain person, and knowing just knowing that makes it easier for you to deal with what's going to come next. Like, somebody says something, you know it's triggering, and then you go through all the feelings, If you don't have the tools to deal with that, you will spiral into a lot of bad things that you will find it difficult to get out of, and it can be be annoying when you don't know how to deal with those things. So when I talk about control or like being in control, it means holding space for those feelings, knowing what they are, where they're coming from, and how to deal with them. So just learning to sit with my feelings, letting them wash all over me, and kind of hearing from them, if it makes any sense, is the only way to actually move forward. So yeah, understanding brings us a lot of clarity. And in one of uh, David Kessler's discussions, so David Kessler is an author, and I think he's also a counselor. He basically invented a completely new stage and added a stage to 
the five stages that Elizabeth Kubler-Ross invented, and that is meaning. So in one of his discussions, he mentions the question of when, like the timing of grief and when it's supposed to begin and end. And his answer to that was basically that the event itself is going to be ongoing. The death, the breakup, the illness, etc. It's already happened and nothing will change that. But does that mean that your grief will end? Hell no, it won't end. But it will for sure change over time. Like your perception of that experience every time you look back on it, if and only if you're really doing the work, will kind of change. Like you won't experience those intense emotions about the loss that you had to go through. Um, does that mean it's okay? It's obviously not okay that you lost a person to whatever reason. But you might look back with less resentment and more compassion or love. Alright, I think I'm gonna wrap it up here. Uh, I hope this episode gave you an understanding on uh, the series and what the series is gonna be about. So in each and every episode, I'm gonna be tackling one single stage of grieving. Please check the description and the socials for when the next episode is going to be uploaded. And thank you so much for listening. Please share this podcast if you feel like someone's going to be interested in that. And hell, even share with me if you feel comfortable about your own grieving process. I will see you in the next episode. Have a great rest of your day. Bye.